from games, brains and headbanging life, gbhbl.com for short. And I had the pleasure of speaking with La Morte Vene Dallo Spazio, which is Italian for death comes from outer space. They are a weird and wonderful band whose latest album, Trivial Visions, is packed with captivating strangeness, psychedelic sounds and, of course, plenty of metal. In this interview, we discuss a number of things, such as life as it currently is for La Morte, the difference between this album and the last, the fascinating use of the theremin, and where they see themselves going over the next 12 months. And of course, much, much more. It's packed interviews, so sit back and enjoy. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. First things first, how are you doing today? Yeah, we're doing great despite this bad situation, this COVID situation, but yeah, we're fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how are you? I, I, I'm fine, doing well. It's London, it's England, we have our own problems, but that is the world we currently live in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking of which then, um, how, how individually, from both of you, the last 12 months obviously been very difficult across the world for many, many different people, no matter what you're doing. How have you personally been holding up over the, the, the pandemic? Um, you know, we, are, we live here in, um, in Milan, in mm. of Italy. Uh, the situation is pretty bad because we are still under kind of um, lockdown. So we can neither exit our own city. Right. Um, for instance, I can either um, reach my parents. We live in uh, another region, not far from here, like uh, 200 kilometers, but um, I-, I can't uh, visit them. So yeah, <laughs> it- it's quite it's quite bad. And we we can neither um, you know gather with the other uh, in the band for uh, rehearsal or for uh, uh, just for playing. So we can just you know go to work <laughs> come back and uh, and get bored <laughs> now we are happy with this album review so this is a very very nice thing and we are excited for that and but yeah all the rest is not that good in this period actually <laughs> the the entire period obviously you can't help but focus on the negative side of things but i want to try and turn it to the positive part and is there anything that you can think of during this period that you can look at and say you know what that was a positive experience for the band mm-hmm. yeah the positive experience was that we uh, we could take advantage of this time this period uh for working on the songs <laughs> and actually uh during the lockdown in uh, march april of the last year uh we, we were here at home working on the on the trivial vision songs and um, we finalized the songs in that period. We mixed them and um, we also gave them for the, the mastering. Mm. So uh, it was a good time because we, we could work on, on something, you know, we could look uh, uh, forward to, to something good, to this release. So this was positive because um, it gave us some, some goals to, 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 to look to. So yeah, this is the, the positive things, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You're not alone. Uh, we speak to many bands who are also releasing albums around this time and worked on it during lockdowns in their countries. And the general consensus seems to be that it allowed you 
more time to effectively, I guess, make the album the best it could possibly possibly be. Is that the case with you? Um, and and uh, we are, you know, concerned about the, the gigs because we uh, we're not able to uh, set up a proper tour right now. So um, we, we would like to be able to schedule uh, some gigs. Yeah. Uh, for the album release, but it's very hard. Uh, we got invited to a festival in Serbia um, for the beginning of July, um, but the organizer uh, don't even know if they, they will be able to, <laughs> to, to make the, the festival take place or not. So um, let's see. We, we don't even know if we will be able to exit our own country to reach Serbia. So uh, this situation is pretty weird. We're kind of used to it right now, but we, uh, we are not used to uh, stay away from the stage for such a long time yet. So uh, it's painful for us, you know, because we, um, we had some goals before we were used to to tour a lot but also to to play during weekends just uh, uh, here in Italy or in Switzerland which is quite close to here uh, we were all, always touring somehow and now um, everything is so difficult and uh, uh, we can't see the, the light at the end of this tunnel so um, this is very bad. I think that uh, we are um, all in the same situation, all the bands right now releasing albums. And we, we didn't even know if uh, releasing an album in, uh, in March uh, was a good thing or not, but uh, uh, we, we didn't know when to release it. So if it's not March, when? June or, I don't know, July, uh, September? Maybe it will be the same in September. So it's better to to release it and to hope the situation to get better. So, yeah. No, no, absolutely. I think the sooner you get it out now, the better, because things are slowly changing. And do you remember, do you, can you remember what your last, the last time you played live was? Yeah, um, we played, it was the uh, 20th of uh, January, uh, 2020. So um, it was more than uh, one year ago, mm. and uh, we played in uh, Genoa, which is uh, here in Italy. Uh, it's a city I love because I lived there for uh, seven years before moving here to Milan. So uh, that was a very, a very nice week with a lot of friends of mine, and it was kind of a nice party, not only a gig. So mm. we, we have a positive uh, memory of. Uh, that night, you know, but uh, sadly it was the last one and uh, we, we couldn't know that actually. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, you could never have known, but it just so happens to be the case now. So the band in general, right? In heavy metal and rock and all the genres that we cover under that window, we love to categorize our bands. We love to say this band is death metal, this man, band is black okay. metal, and so on, and all that stuff. We love to do that. However, that is very difficult with yeah. you guys. Now, imagine, <laughs> imagine I'm somebody who's never heard anything you've ever done, and I ask you, please, in a couple of words, describe what you sound like. What would you say? Ah, oh, that's a man, that's a mess. Oh. 
come pare se descrivere in un paio di parole a uno che non, che non ci ha mai ascoltati che genere facciamo in un paio di parole oh, dici Space Memo. 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 Space Uh, so for sure this album is metal mm -hmm. uh, it's a bit of extreme in um, some way but it's also psychedelic i think um a bit spacey so i think that space metal could be the best uh description for uh, <laughs> for, for this kind of music but mm -hmm. i don't know i i can be uh mistaken no i think it's an incredible description and uh take my word for it as a person who isn't in the band but listen to the album it is extremely eclectic and worth hearing nice i'm glad you like it <laughs> So, Melissa, you, you play the keyboards and utilize the theremin. The yep. latter, the theremin, it's one of the more unique instruments that we, we don't see much, particularly in rock and metal. Can you tell us a little bit about how you learned to play it and how you get the most out of it? Mm -hmm. uh, um, I just start playing it um, by my own, you know, on my own. So. Um, I bought it uh, here in Milan from um, a person who was selling it like, a, you know, second hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just experiencing new new things. We wanted to, to add something different to the sound of the band. I was already playing uh, a lot of um, keyboards and uh, synthesizer, but we, we wanted to add something, um, you know, more particular. So um, I chose this instrument because um, I, I, I found it kind of uh, fascinating. Mm. And actually it is, I love to play it. And uh, uh, I can also play it very uh, freely in uh, some songs. So um, yeah, it's, I don't know, experiencing new, new things. Uh, each time I'm playing it. So I, I'm, I'm kind of uh, still learning. Um, every time I play it, I, I learn something new in, in the sound. So, yeah, it's kind of a magic instrument. New album, Trivial Visions, March 26, 2021, via Savart Records. Now, in your eyes, how much of a step forward is the new album from 2018's Sky Over Giza? Mm. Um, the two albums are pretty different, one mm. from another, you know. Um, I think there is like a... Um, Uh, something to, to keep the two albums together, there is something, um, because they're they are both a bit um, spacey and cosmic somehow, uh, but the first one was um, composed very freely. Mm. Uh, it's uh, the result of kind of uh, jam sessions, because we, we just entered the recording studio and uh, we We played for uh, two days um, without any previous rehearsal. So 
uh, we just chose um, a tonality and a speed and mm. we, we started play uh, that way very freely without any uh, song structure mm. um, and there wasn't any wheel behind the album to to, to you know, become a proper band or uh, to go abroad playing and to, um, to, to reach a lot of people. Uh, so it was strange that uh, that album was appreciated by uh, so many people because we, we couldn't even expect that uh, right. uh, while recording it. Uh, this album is a bit different because in these uh, last three years we had the chance to, actually two years, <laughs> not the last one, we had the chance to uh, play quite a lot, also abroad to set up tours, uh, meet a lot of people, um, make a lot of experiences. Uh, so now we, we have a little bit uh, greater expectation on, on this album and we, we worked on it like a proper album, like uh, uh, every band do, I think. So we compose the songs, we, um, we work on the structure, uh, we had rehearsals and we, um, we talked, we worked for the songs to be, to be better, to be exactly like we, we wanted them to be. Um, so we could say that it's a more uh, mature album uh, than the previous one, but we we also love the first one because mm -hmm. uh, um, thanks to it we are here right now talking. So <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. They are different, but they they are also similar from from some point of view. What changed? Was there a, like a particular moment where you all got together and said, right, work on the second album is about to start. Let's take this more seriously. Was it a conversation or was it just very natural as you all moved in the same direction? C'è stato un momento in cui abbiamo detto adesso nasce un nuovo album o c'è stata una conversazione particolare? No, abbiamo un po' rielaborato strada facendo, cercando mm. di capire strada, non c'era niente di preparato, quindi, mm -hmm. anche soprattutto per il sound. Yeah, I have a short memory, so I have bad <laughs> to help me. Um, uh, there wasn't a, a moment in which we, uh, we gather and we, we start talking about a new album. Uh, we just started, uh, you know, in time to, uh, during the time to work on, uh, on new songs. And uh, we also brought those songs live uh, sometimes. And uh, after that, we, uh, we went on working on them. So they, ch they changed after the gigs and um, they, they improved in time, you know. So th they were changing mm. and uh, finally they, they, they reached the, the form, the structure uh, we, we like them to have. And uh, we, we just went, um, entered the recording studio for, uh, um, for giving them a proper shape. So yeah, that's it. Uh, a conversation I can actually um, recall is when um, 
um, I, I told the other ones, uh, guys, I'd like to have this album released by Smart Records. <laughs> and I just, I just text Smart Records, and after a few months, they, they got back saying, hey, guys, I, I love your music. So, yeah, let's release this album. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it because it was exactly the, the label I, I wanted to, to release this album. So... Yeah, I, I can recall this this, uh, this conversation with the guys, but uh, um, there wasn't a proper moment in which we we, we chose to to start working on the new album. But uh, it just came in a natural way, you know, just having rehearsal and playing a lot live. Mm. So. Um, yeah, we uh, you say, and it's right that. Um, uh, we had more live gigs than rehearsals, so uh, there was a time in which we, uh, we we went abroad for playing a lot, and we we hadn't the time for having rehearsals. So uh, the live gig was the rehearsal, <laughs> and sometime and um, during the gig uh, something new came up, and we started approaching new songs as well. So yeah, it was fun. Oh my goodness, it's been an incredible few years then of uh, progression. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So what about influences then? Because when you read up about you, we you can read a lot of interesting things in regards to what inspires your music and the band in general. But one that really jumped out for me and the, our website and brand is the horror aspect. Can you go in a little bit more depth about that inspiration? What, what horror and why? Mm -hmm. eh, da cosa siamo stati ispirati? Beh, non solo la musica. Vabbè, ah, i film. Yeah, um, il nostro background. Of anche. course, we have been inspired by uh, several movies. Mm. Uh, like our name, La Morte nello Spazio, <laughs> recalls. And we, um, we also like, uh, you know, Jodorowsky, Alejandro Jodorowsky films. Uh, like the Holy Mountain was um, a source of inspiration, and um, the Italian Mario Bava, I don't know if you know him, but, uh, it's pretty famous. Um, he made some films like um, uh, Black Sunday um, or Dario Argento as well. So, uh, of course, movies are a great source of inspiration. And we, we also like um, literature, like uh, science fiction literature, mm. um, Isaac Asimov, for instance. Um, so I think that um, our music come, uh, comes from um, uh, a lot of uh, different sorts of uh, inspiration, mm. uh, both movies and literature, and uh, of course music, <laughs> because we listen to a lot of music. Yeah. In the band, do you all have very wide and different tastes when it comes to music, or are you all in sync? No, we, we have a lot of um, different tastes. Um, I am more into uh, metal, like uh, death, black metal. Mm -hmm. um, is also into metal, but um, is a lot into uh, psychedelic rock as well. Um, about 25 years ago, uh, he founded uh, Jobia, the band Jobia. I don't know if you know this band, um, which is a lot into psychedelic rock. Mm -hmm. 
and um, the flute player. Um, yeah, listening a lot to the um, uh, Canterbury scene, you know, that music. Progressive rock, uh, uh, crowd rock. Uh. Yeah, prog rock, crowd rock. Uh, the bass player uh, is quite young as me, uh, but she listened to kind of, um, you know, not new metal, but uh, uh, not that metal. I usually listen to like the 90s metal, but a more modern one. Uh, the, the drummer, the drummer, I don't know, uh, I, I don't understand what he, what he listened to. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're forcing him, we're making him listen to a lot of metal, but actually is not that much into metal. And we, uh, we forced him, we obliged him to, to buy the, uh, you know, the, the, come se chiama il doppio pedale? The double. double snare, the double, double snare. No, okay. <laughs> no, no, not snare, uh, pedal. pedal, double pedal, sorry. Uh, double kick. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we, we, we have very different tastes one from another, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I think that is not a limitation, but it's something um, making the band richer somehow. Yeah. Of course, all those influences can only ever help you. It just does conjure up an image of a lot of rows over the stereo and who gets to play with play what. Um, we usually listen to to music together while uh, while driving, while on the road. You know? I remember the for the last concert we listened uh, "Bless Out the Sick" of the Morbid Angel when we play in Genoa. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Morbid Angel last time in Genoa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a lot of metal because we we love metal and mm. usually uh, I I drive a lot and uh, he also drives a lot so we we are the main drivers uh, along with the drummer sometimes uh, but the drummer doesn't like to uh, listen a lot of music while driving at uh, we do instead so we put a lot of uh, that black metal on. <laughs> Uh, or we, we listen to like uh, new stuff, new music, uh, um, like an American band, mm. uh, yeah, like uh, Danava, which is a kind of new band we like, or uh, Mondo, yeah, lots of drag, stuff. Mondo Drag, uh, mm -hmm. more psychedelic, uh, not toner, but. Yeah, 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 I mean, your, your tastes and influences are wide and very very fascinating as you say what it means mm -hmm. for your sound now obviously you guys your big name in europe inside italy and other countries on the continent but this release are you seeing this as the the step to increase your name in say places like the uk where perhaps you're not as well known or in america yeah, we we hope so. We hope that this album will uh, help us to uh, to grow, you know, to to become more popular, even in um, in those countries where uh, we are not right now. Um, we would like to uh, to to increase our audience in the uh, United Kingdom as well, and uh, also United States. Why not? 
um, it would be nicer, nice to organize as well uh, a tour in the United States in the future. Uh, I would love, to, I would love to do that. That's the big uh, one, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I see that um, recently we we have lots of listeners in Finland, you know, because of Svart Records, <laughs> which is yeah. Finland. And um, yeah, before this release, I, I I couldn't imagine that to have some fans in, in Finland. Um, I think that most part of our audience right now is here in Italy, maybe um, because of the name, because it's quite uh, long, you know, and strange yeah. to pronounce So it can be difficult sometimes uh, abroad to, to get familiar with it. Uh, we, we have played uh, several times in, um, in Germany mm -hmm. and I see that's very difficult for uh, German people to, to pronounce it and uh, they, they try their best but it's like la morte viene dallo spetto or something like that, <laughs> very, very strange, weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that um, this was a kind of... Um, barrier or something hard to overcome the name but I think that right now with this um, this label with, with Vart it could be easier to um, to be uh, interesting for um, for more people also abroad mm -hmm. so I hope to be able to come to United Kingdom to, to play to yeah, to set up a tour we we've been there a couple of times before you go then guys, I wanted to ask you, talk about uh, growing and we talk about the demands that come with being in a band these days. Social media, this aspect of it, the interaction with fans and uh, the requirement for you guys to regularly post stuff. Do you enjoy that aspect of it? Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I am the, the the most social person in the band, but actually I'm not that social for the normal standards, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I like to be active on social medias, but just because uh, uh, I want the band to be known, not because I like to use social medias, but I think that uh, it's useful nowadays to to use them just for the name to uh, to become more more known more popular yeah. so uh yeah i usually post uh, not a lot but uh, <laughs> quite yeah. often on on facebook and on uh, instagram uh, but uh, I don't find it that fun. I just do it because uh, I think it is good for the band. So yeah, I think we are not that social. Um, usually gives me some idea for um, some uh, Instagram story, you know, but... Um, That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an, it is a necessary evil. As you said, yeah. you, you have mm -hmm. to do it because you want a band to be big so you have no choice basically last thing so new album is the focus right now march 26th that's coming up very exciting times and all the promotional press that comes with that following that what's something you would like to achieve hope to achieve in the next in the next 12 months provided obviously 
lockdowns ease and we're able to tour and stuff like that? C'è qualche obiettivo che ci poniamo da raggiungere nei prossimi dieci mesi, a parte i concerti? Sì, provare a provare ad essere registrare questo brano per la Bletido a distanza. La prima volta che ci proveremo a fare una canzone senza vedere. The first goal to achieve actually is to record this song. We have to give this label for the compilation. And we have to do that uh, um, not meeting, not uh, not gathering, you know, because we we can't we can't uh, we can't gather, we can meet with the other guys in the band. So we just work here from our place, and they they work from uh, their home. So <laughs> it's kind of strange and unusual for us to uh, to be forced to to work this way. Mm. So this is the first goal. And uh, I think um, that we should start working on new songs as well for the next album because we, we are going to release this one, but I think that we, uh, we shouldn't wait long for starting working on new songs for, um, for the next album. Because um, actually I'm a bit concerned about uh, this album because I think that we, we won't be able to, to tour um, this year and maybe um, just, uh, just a few last next year. So uh, I think that we, we have to start working on new song as soon oh. as possible in order to release another album uh, next year, hopefully, mm. or, uh, or maybe the year after. Uh, in order to be able to tour at least for uh, for that album. So I hope to be wrong, but um, just to be sure, uh, it's better to to start working. Uh, actually, we uh, we already have a couple of songs we are we are working uh, we're working on. So we just have to to finalize them and to go on working with new tracks. So um, yeah, this is the main goal to to achieve to. Um, to start working properly on a, on a new album. Yeah. No, I get completely understand what you're saying. And if I could offer some words of comfort in regards to not being able to capitalize on the release, you're not alone. There are hundreds, thousands of bands who've released yeah. albums nine months ago and haven't been able to. And when shows open up, I believe, and I don't know how you feel about it, but I believe when shows are available, audiences are gonna come back and, it's gonna be incredibly busy. The, the difficulty will be booking shows, I think, because the venues will be packed. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm also concerned about the, the small venues, like uh, our close friends venues, because I think that they are in big troubles right now. And uh, every day I see uh, someone say, uh, I'm forced to, to close. Uh, to shut down because uh, I can't go on this way. The, the state, the country, uh, the government is not helping me mm. at all. So uh, I have to, to close, I can't do uh, any, any gig anymore. So um, I'm just wondering um, what will, uh, what will we, where we can go after yeah. all this, you know, if there still be um, some venues to play in or not. I mean, the big festivals or the, the very big venues, uh, I think that they will be there after all these when everything will be over. 
but the, the small one or the, the single promoters and uh, the sound engineer, the lights engineers, um, all these people uh, not working at all right now and for a year right now, um, I'm just wondering well, what, what will happen with them, you know? So yeah, I'm a bit concerned for this and I think that uh, uh, when it will be possible to play, all the bands will be uh, around and will be <laughs> uh, willing to play. So it will be hard to, to get a slot uh, in the festivals too, because uh, I see that um, many festivals won't take place this year. Uh, yeah, have been postponed to uh, 2022. And uh, they will have the same lineup of last year. Mm. So, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. No, you're right. There are so many, so many question marks over everything. Yeah. Uh, but what isn't a question mark is you do have a new album out on 26th of March. That yeah. is that is not in question. It is an amazing piece of work. Go check it out, thank guys. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?